Hello, everybody. Uh, welcome back to Complete Waffle. Uh, whenever and wherever you listen to this, hopefully people are listening to this. I know one hopefully. <laughs> Hello, ich liebe die Kochen. Um, unfortunately, this week we don't have uh, any special guests. Um, well, we have one very extremely special guest, but he's a busy man. So he's only coming on for the first little bit. Do you know who it is? I, d- I don't know who this is. You haven't talked to me about one coming. Who, who is it? <laughs> well, we're actually going to have the one and only Chef Mike. Hello, Chef Mike. I mean, that, that was just an intro uh, with <laughs> not worthy of, of description. Um, I, I mean, I'm, I'm baffled that he's, he's managed to make it here on a busy schedule. I know, he heard about your um, recipe and he just wanted to hear it from your own mouth, really. So what is this recipe? Because he actually emailed me and said, listen, I need to hear this recipe. Oh, the, the, the recipe. The one and only. Do you mean what I have for lunch almost every single day? <laughs> That's exactly what I mean. That's exactly. <laughs> almost every single day without fail, I've managed to have this. Because my mum's like, oh, just, you know, quickly make yourself a sandwich. And I'm like, okay, yeah, sure. But, you see, I'm a busy man. And I don't have time to make sandwiches. <laughs> so, I just... And because gluten-free bread is dry, in my defence, okay, I... Found out a couple of years ago that if you microwave the bread, it goes damp. Not damp, that's a bad choice of words, but it goes soft. Mmm, soggy bread. It goes soft, okay. And then I figured out a couple of months ago, um, when I used to reside at the sixth form that the Sophia did as well, um, that it, if I'm in a rush, I can just slap a bit of cheese between it and uh, stick it in the microwave, it will simultaneously heat the bread up and microwave the cheese, melting it onto you, the bread. Do you butter it? Nope. Just no. cheese. <laughs> That's it. Just bread and cheese. So you got your... Because gluten-free bread is really stale. Yeah. I hate it. It's not stale. It comes out the factory stale. It's not stale. It's dry, but it comes... Yeah, it comes out the factory basically Like They stale. store it in, like, the... Um, in, like, airtight plastic... And so you think, oh, maybe that would keep the moisture in, keep it fresh for longer. No, and you open it. <laughs> yeah, it's a bit silly, really. I feel sorry whenever I have to make someone a gluten-free sandwich. Because I am a chief sandwich maker, that's my job. But are you, though? Do you microwave yeah. the bread? No. Do you know all the tips and tricks? You see, I've only ever spoken to one person, another, glu- another gluten-freer, another celiac, if you would. Um, that actually knows what I'm on about when I say microwave the bread. Everyone else Who was like, oh, this celiac? I get brand name bread, it's really nice. But me and this other celiac, I can't remember his name. He was a good guy. But me and this other, <laughs> Useful. Me and this other celiac. Okay. All I remember is the fact that he was also another microwave bread one. He, he also microwaved his bread. That that's the only reason I bonded with him over this, like, because basically it was back in like a like a diabetes like meeting thing. It was also <laughs> yes, we have like Alcoholics meeting. Anonymous, but I'm not eating gluten. Two months without gluten. Oh, I'm so proud of you. 
No, he was like, he was at a diabetes meeting, okay? Hear me out. It was a diabetes meeting. What? what are you discussing? Like, new ways to get no, more people we, to be I'm, diabetic? We were discussing, okay, one of these meetings, yeah, was like, when I was back when I was like 17, okay, and I, I, I just figured out, like, microwave bread is possibly the best thing. Because I used to do it as a kid, okay? I used to go, I prefer it when this, when this bread is nice and, and it's nice and, like, you know, it's got texture to it. Bland and it's dry, and I used to ask my dad. I used to be like, "Dad, can you microwave the bread? Because I like it like that." And, he like, and he'd actually so microwave stupid. it. And I was like, "Dad, microwave the bread," and he put it in the microwave. No, so... right? Imagine, imagine me and meeting a woman, you know, oh, God. working for months to get her to like you. After a few years, you marry her, and then you have a child with her, and you're so excited for this child. And then you raise it for nine years and it asks you to microwave a slice of bread. <laughs> Imagine the disappointment he felt. <laughs> oh, oh, you say it like that. Did he like... Yeah, did he microwave the bread. Yeah, but how did you first figure out how to do it? Were you just like there one day at home? And you're like, do you know what? I, like, I, I just want this bread to be yeah, warm. What I wanted it to be is I was like, he was like, do you want a toastie? And I was like, nah. And he was like, do you want like a, like a warm sandwich or something? And I was like, well, what? what's that? And he was like, you eat it. <laughs> you eat your sandwich if it's warm. And I was like, yeah, why not? He stuck it in the microwave. And I was like, I've just hit a next level tier of heaven. No one else is gluten free, so they won't understand. <laughs> this is a personal problem that no one else can get. Because when you microwave Javella bread, Oh my god, it's like you've just been hit in the face by God himself with a golden <laughs> spatula. If I was God and I saw one of my creations <laughs> microwaving <laughs> bread, I would slap him in the face. I just come down with like a microwave and stick his head inside of it. <laughs> Be like, how would you feel with fucking microwave to degenerate? You die, you go up the elevator to heaven, you get them. God's like, oh, you're the kid who microwave bread. And you're like, yeah, can I come in? And he's like, no. A special place in hell for you. <laughs> a place where, where they um, make you have a sandwich every day for lunch, but they freeze the bread instead. Actually, to be fair, frozen cake talking about frozen baked products frozen cake is actually the go i love frozen cake i'm gonna say i now. don't like cake i'm saying it of course you don't it's giving <laughs> <laughs> that's a good point i think all food's really boring yeah that's the whole you're like oh yeah i want to you know i want to get bigger but then you think food's boring <laughs> so how are you meant to you know get bigger if you think if you look at an apple and go hmm i don't like that because it's boring you know what I mean? I mean, I'm drinking a lot of water today. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, at least you're a hydro homie. That's all that counts, really. I know, I've drunk. Um, let me do some quick calculations. Almost a litre and a half of water. I'm so proud. Thank you. I've, I've drunk a total of three litres of water in the past two days. In the past two days? Yes. But it was uneven, so it's not equal. It's not one point five in, in over one day. It's uh, it was two liters over one day, and then a liter over the other. <laughs> okay, that's acceptable. 
every drop. Every single drop. Use a pipette. I always wondered what those things were. And then when I called it a funny sucky sucky, apparently that wasn't the name. And I got <laughs> Don't call a pipette a funny sucky sucky. Front door, strict signs, keep you ladies and gentlemen. Well, I, I had a dream last night that um, I was in a wheelchair, right? Oh, so it will be very soon then. Dreams come true, right? <laughs> Hopefully not. You keep training for marathons. I mean, you never know what's going to happen. <laughs> well, I had a dream I was in a wheelchair and I was in a chemistry lesson and I was putting all my chemicals away and my teacher started shouting at me because he meant to stand up when you do your chemicals. I was like, miss, I'm physically in a wheelchair. <laughs> Excuse me, I am physically unable to stand up. I'd like to do that. Should have been like, oh yeah, come over and do it yourself. But I've actually decided not to train for marathons anymore. You'd be glad to know. Why? Because you might get blown up. Um, no, because um, I still want to grow a little bit taller, and it'll affect my growing plates. Because if you run that long, it like affects your shins and everything, so you won't grow. Sophia, I think you've reached the age where you don't grow anymore. Well, I had growing pains last night. Either that or I've just like broke my back. Even though you're just in pain. <laughs> I'm in Spain, but the S is silent. <laughs> hey guys, I'm going on a holiday to Spain. Have a good time. Yeah, the S is silent. No need to ask. I mean, it's not even that deep. You don't even understand. I'm emo. I skateboard. Well, I actually went skateboarding today, which is quite funny because I can't actually skateboard. So why and so you I skateboarding walk... then? To practice. So I can skateboard. Oh, I, I haven't been able to practice because A, my skateboard is in my garage and B, I don't leave my room. So uh, there is just no incentive for me to go outside so I just don't <laughs> okay then okay. but I had to walk to the skate park which is like 20 minutes from my house just holding my skateboard and I felt like a fraud well you are a fraud because you should be riding it I physically I'm unable to do so what are you in a wheelchair or something <laughs> funnily enough <laughs> I am <laughs> Come Wait, which caused a quite a not just strap yourself down and you know skateboard that way. Well, how will you push? Your hands. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like when you when you push yourself along in a wheelchair, you push yourself with your hands, don't you? All right. Yeah. So if you push yourself along with your hands, what's to stopping you from pushing yourself up one side of the ramp, doing a quick one eighty, going down the other side of the ramp? a quick 180 and then just keep doing that until you eventually get a perpetual motion where you can then just well, do half I will because I cannot skateboard I did do a little bit where I sat on the skateboard and sort of pushed myself around with my hands and I'm not a usual wheelchairer so it was quite unusual for me but it was hard that's because you're not in a wheelchair you're on a skateboard two completely different things <laughs> so I think that's I think that's the thing, Sophia. You're you're um you know you're not actually in a wheelchair. <laughs> so not yet. Compare, not yet. But why are you comparing me <laughs> on a skateboard to a wheelchair? That's like me saying, "Hmm, I'm drinking coffee yet again. I'm drinking alcohol." 
Well, knowing you, I wouldn't be too surprised. I wouldn't be surprised if I put alcohol in my car. Oh, wait, I have done that. <laughs> we should <laughs> not talk about that. Once I had to go home during a chemistry lesson because I forgot to feed my cat, and I only lived like 10, maybe like five minutes away from my school. So it didn't really take very long, and I had more time when I got home than I was meant to. And I had fed my cat, so there was no, no point in me going back. I was like, I know. I made myself a little coffee before going back to school. You know, as you do. Mm. And um, then I decided chemistry is too boring and to spice it up a little bit. So did you put alcohol in your coffee that you took to school? Well, I drank it before I went to school. And then when I got to school, we were doing practical. Now. Uh, I, I can see the first problem uh, there. The first problem is the fact you had coffee. Uh, the second problem is the fact you had practical. Now, coffee and practical don't go well together because you yeah, kinda, they do. You kind of get up really hyperactive, and then you kind of go, "Hmm, what's this?" And you end up drinking the chemicals. That definitely hasn't happened to me. Um, <laughs> maybe you just can't handle coffee. Maybe you just can't handle chemicals. <laughs> it definitely wasn't triple shot of the you know really strong coffee Definitely. yeah that's... wasn't 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 that <laughs> i feel like it might have been that <laughs> no what do you mean no you don't potentially <laughs> perhaps Come not on. the cow that goes perhaps perhaps mm, perhaps has uh, anything else happened to you this week apart from getting drunk with coffee? That wasn't this week. No, I've actually been week, three months, been three months sober. Well, I'm being eight hours sober. <laughs> Sir, it is eight p.m. <laughs> <laughs> well, I went to a job interview on Friday. Very cool. Very cool. And um, the day before. Um, I don't know. Yeah, they're going to call me tomorrow. Sure they will. I believe. I definitely believe. They, anyway. They said they'll call me even if I'm unsuccessful, so... Oh, that's nice of them. Yeah, they'll chat to me. They'll talking to me. Hello? Hello? Oh, yeah, by the way, uh, you failed. You haven't got the job. Okay, then. <laughs> Bye. Well, the night before, I was doing like little practice interview questions with my parents, and they were like, what's your biggest achievement? And I said two months sober, a bit of a joke answer. They were like, Sophie, you cannot say that. It sounds like you're a heroin addict or an alcoholic. So I was like, okay, I'll think of a different answer if they ask that question. And then I didn't think of a different answer, and they asked that question in the interview. And I was sitting there, and I was thinking, what have I achieved in my life? And... Um, if it, if it was an episode of The Office, there would have been many people just looking at the camera. Because it was a little bit awkward. Well, at least it wasn't as awkward as my uh, first and only interview. Uh, where the guy, one of the head chefs, one of my good friends now, he literally said, Can you cook? One of our chefs has gone off sick. Uh, and we need someone <laughs> to cover today. And I jokingly said yes. <laughs> And he was like, great. And I was like, oh, no, uh, I got to go home. And he was like, ah, okay. I was like, yeah, okay, <laughs> bye. And he was like, goodbye, see you Tuesday. And I was like, yeah. He still thinks I'm retarded to this day. You yeah. might be retarded. I, I think I am. 
I, I clarified on my on my uh, on my Snapchat that I think I might be retarded. I didn't ask about that one because I wanted to save it for the podcast. So why did you feel the need to clarify that you are in fact a retard? Well, I need to clarify that fact because I am in fact the retard, which means that I am in fact dumb as fuck. Um, I can. I have many friends that are similar situation to me. Uh, we are all uh, dumb fricks. Not me, though. I'm very extremely clever. Oh no, no, you you are one of them. You are like one of the main people because you know every time <laughs> we try to run in, it's like petty tunes and absolute shambles of jokes. You you say half <laughs> an intelligible sentence, none of it makes any sense, <laughs> and we kind of just both start laughing for no fucking reason whatsoever. <laughs> Because like, I'm very uh, funny. Uh, 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 and I go, uh, 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 and you go, uh, womp, womp, and then we just start laughing for no reason. For all the listeners at home, we do communicate in um, sounds. We, we communicate in <laughs> dubstep. And we know what we're saying because of the vibe of the dubstep. <laughs> we don't even listen to dubstep. <laughs> But fuck my retardedness. Um, I, I, I just feel like I, everyone needs to know that if, if they are trying to, you know, create a conversation with me, they need to be very straightforward. Because if they're not, I will literally look at you like I look at a brick wall. And that's very intensively with a lot of confusion. <laughs> so. Was there like a particular event that triggered the need for this? Were you talking to someone and did they not get your vibe? No, I just well, yeah, I was talking to people. Just I was I was just talking to people, and I I yeah, <laughs> I was, that, that's it. I was talking to people, and I was like, hmm, maybe I am in fact retarded. Maybe sometimes I, I make jokes that are only funny to me, and especially over Snapchat, people sometimes don't realise that they are jokes. And so every so often, I'll have to clarify my story. Like, do not take me seriously. Everything I say is a joke. I've had to put that disclaimer um, out before on like a uh, an event I was helping out. I was helping out at a um, what was it? I was helping out like a you know the Iron Man that went to Trugborough. Oh yeah. I volunteered myself there for two days. Uh, on the first day, I was like, whatever I say, don't take me seriously. Take it as a joke. <laughs> I then poured. I then said something that I meant genuinely seriously. I was like, yeah, you've got to be careful of that tree over there because you know it's got very weak branches and the wind recently you know, make it fall and snap. And incidentally, six hours later, one of the branches did indeed fall and snap, but luckily no one was in the way. But someone didn't take me seriously because I said, don't, don't, don't take everything I say as a joke. So they kind of. Don't take everything I say as a joke. Take everything I say as a joke is what I said. And they were like, haha, yeah, that's that's funny, I guess. And I was like, no, seriously. And they were like, ah, oh, yeah, yeah, sure, yeah, sure. And then it fell and I was like, I, I told you, I told you to take me seriously. And they said, you, you said take it as a joke. So that's the level of retard that I am not. May I clarify? Uh, they're, they're, they are just, you know, dumb fricks. I feel like if you... With me and you both, I feel like if we say like everything I say is a joke, we need to then put out like a safe word so then people will take us seriously because sometimes I'll say something deadly serious and everyone will laugh and I'll be thinking, I didn't quite understand that joke. This is a call for help. (laughs) 
Yeah, but like, hey guys, this is a genuine call for help. I'm having suicidal feelings. And then they'll all be like, haha, classic Sophia. And I'm thinking, okay then, pretty cool, pretty groovy. Um, nice. <laughs> I think we need to say, I, need to, I think we need to post like on our stories or something, just my safe word is. And then people will either think we're into really like, you know, weird sex things, or they'll be like, hmm, they're calling for help. <laughs> because me and you have our own safe word for um when we are when we do want to kill ourselves we say we're going to commit tax fraud (laughs) (laughs) i don't get why we pick that i don't get why it's funny but it is Uh, there's no reason behind it it's just the fact that it's funny (laughs) the fact that we can just say oh yeah i'm gonna commit tax fraud and we go hmm that's not right. Something's wrong with them. <laughs> not Press F5 me. to refresh. <laughs> not, not please can someone help me. I'm in genuine need of help. No, I'm going to commit tax. <laughs> I can't even remember like, how that started. But, um... I think we were on our way to running listening to D&B again. Like, <laughs> where all good ideas happen. Where all good ideas happen. Is it? No. I was going to say, wasn't the whole idea of a podcast D&B, and then I realised it wasn't? Well, it was actually in your car because you have a black box, and I... Oh my god, every time... origin story. Oh, yeah. Yeah, let me tell the origin story. The, the initial idea was in the car, but the actual execution of it was not. Yeah. Because I Will used to do really bad things when he was driving, and so I used to say exactly what he was doing to his black box to try and get him like points deducted for his license like once we were driving over a bridge at night and he just turned off his headlights and it really scared me because he couldn't see anything and so i told the black box that and i was like hmm, maybe i should make a podcast <laughs> so you're like hello black box welcome to episode number 63 today will has definitely not cut a corner <laughs> Welcome to episode 65. Will has run over a small pigeon called Clav. Welcome to episode 66. Will has run over a small child called Jimmy. <laughs> called Tom. Welcome to episode 67. Will has run over a grandma. <laughs> an old an old person. <laughs> I feel like that's the development of which of which those turn of events would go for it'd be the pigeon then the child then the old person then just like a bunch of people <laughs> and then a full-out hate crime to no one specifically just to everyone you do just hate everyone i, just, I hate everyone it, it's a hate crime if i hate everyone especially me because you're so jealous i'm funny fast no it just annoys me the fact that you think you're funny but in fact, you just make yourself laugh and no one else understands what you're saying. So it's very egotistical of you, Sophia. I, I'm fr- this is an intervention. Welcome. Okay, then. <laughs> we, we bought cake. This is an intervention. I think my main problem is like replying to people's Snapchat stories with jokes because and then they're, they're not really them. jokes. It's just sentences that make me laugh. And, um, and they won't people... understand a word you're saying. Yeah, people must think, oh, a message from Sophia. Great. Hooray. Oh, what's, what's she said this time? 
<laughs> and oh. it's just something absolutely ridiculous. I like, once this girl put on a private story that she was getting changed and the neighbours saw her nipples. And I replied to her and said, hashtag free the nips. And I thought that was absolutely hilarious. Well, she didn't find it so funny. <laughs> I mean, I mean, <laughs> I mean, I'm all for free the nip, bro. I, I, I love, I'm for that movement. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that was like the first day she had me to a private story there. That was like the first thing I ever said to her. <laughs> so what a choice. I didn't, I'm still on it to this very day. Oh damn, shout out to that girl who uh, got hashtag free the nip by Sophia and still <laughs> kept her on the story despite <laughs> having no comments made. <laughs> shout out. I'm, I'm and there's been many you. neither am I because um She's a lovely individual, and I hope she's the neighbors. No, the neighbors found out. We don't want other people finding out. The neighbors found out. Yeah, she would have only been seventeen at the time as well. But illegal. (laughs) (laughs) Just a little bit. (laughs) Actually, technically, it's not. Oh no, no, it's illegal. No, it's illegal. (laughs) Unless she gave consent, and then it's not illegal. Other than that, then it is illegal. Okay, I can establish that. That's my fault. You're very concept. knowledgeable on the law. I'm very knowledgeable on the laws of consent and drinking. That's literally what I invested most of my time in. <laughs> when we were going on to the second ski trip with my uh, with my school, I was Christians. like, I, I was I was looking at the uh, I was looking at laws in Italy. I was like, hmm, what are these saying then? Unfortunately, it's. Uh, it was 18 to drink in Italy, which I find stupid because they basically make alcohol there for living. Like, you could be five years old and working on a wine field. And I was, <laughs> and I was, I was just researching it. I, was, I, I had two tabs open, uh, very specific tabs, law, uh, drinking age laws around Europe and consent age laws around Europe. Uh, it turns out in Italy, if you're of the age, I think it's 14, you are of the age of consent. And, oh. and listen to this. this this is where it is weird okay if you are of the age of 16 in italy you are at the age of consent for having relations with an authoritative figure i think i've said that right authoritative figure. so the pope so you could literally bone the pope you can bone your teachers you can bone like whatever you're a police officer if you're 16 <laughs> it, it doesn't make any sense i don't get it Italy, Italy, you're just on like another level of just weird. I'm not gonna lie. But then again, that's a little bit peculiar. It is peculiar. Why have they specified the fact that you have to be 16 to, you know, be with an authoritative figure? You know, it's a bit, it's a bit Mm. dodgy. But that is a little bit dodgy. But then again, they are Italian, so you know. I quite like the Italian lifestyle because you wake up. Have a coffee. You have a cappuccino in the morning, and then no, you have an espresso in the morning, and then the in the afternoon you can only have cappuccino, which that's quite fun. And they only work in the morning, so in the afternoons you just sort of vibe. Is that why when I order anything from Italy, it takes about like you know three times as long to get here? Yeah, because they're a very relaxed. They're, they're just like country. Oh, I will work an hour. Oh, it's in the 12 o'clock? Ah, oh, never mind. And then my order's just, like, literally two down from the pile. 
and they'll be like the next day they'll spend the whole day well <laughs> the whole half a day on this other order and be like oh it's on the 12 o'clock again i have to switch off for now and then my order will be at the top and there'll be another day and they'll be like oh i have to go and meet the mother-in-law and they go meet their mother-in-law and they get shouted at in italian it's like oh damn and then it comes to 12 o'clock again and then he's like his mother-in-law i cannot work with you i have to go home and he goes home and then he comes back the next day my order is still at the top of the pile and then he's like oh maybe i do a worker now and then his boss comes in and goes uh, a pacello he's like oh what is it boss and he's like well you need to do the uh you need to do the filing of the cabinet and Pacello's like oh boss i do that today and then he does it, and then at 12 o'clock, he's like, oh, goodbye, boss, I go home and now. And then, like, my order's still <laughs> they, they don't go the home. Yes, they do. You, you literally They don't. That. They do not go home. They don't go home, they go for lunch. And then, instead of having a lunch break, after they've had their lunch, they just go home and... That's what I'm saying. That's what I've literally just said. And they're like, and then, like, the next day, he finally processes my order, and then he gets halfway through and goes, oh, look at the time, at 12 o'clock, I go home and now. <laughs> And then the Sorry for ruining day, your skit. The other half of my order comes through, and he's like, "Oh, I finally finished the order." And then he processes it, and then it's like goes to the distribution center. And then while it's at the distribution center, there is it's it's like a second from the top of the pile, and the same process happens again because they're all lazy. <laughs> you say lazy, I say living the dream. I say Italian. Say, you know, the worst thing is is organisational skills from the Italians. They make great cars, but the fact that they literally hire German engineers to organise it, to, to organise it to get where it is. It's like, oh, yeah, but they're... the power, and then the Germans come in like, well, we need to do this first, otherwise you won't get that. I'm sorry if I offended our one German listener by doing that. <laughs> I'm so sorry. Your efficiency is great. I love you. Germans are very efficient, but Italians are good when it comes to organising their crime. Yeah, I think, yeah, yeah, why is that? Why are they so a good bit peculiar. At why are they so good at organised crime but not everything else? Because they have the whole afternoon to organise their crime. So they, so they go to work and go, oh, you know what, uh, I'm not organised today. They go home and it's like, right, listen up, I have uh, three people in the waiting room, okay? You take them down the stairs, and we uh, shoot them in the head one by one if they don't give us answers. And then and then we come back up the stairs, and we get the cappuccino. And it's like, why are you so organised in that sense? You can't process my order. It doesn't make any sense. But, well, they've got their priorities, you know what I mean? Like, if I was Italian, I wouldn't be thinking about what a random bloke in Stafford ordered from my business. I'd be thinking, like, how can I take vengeance how can I take on vengeance? my family's um, honour? He probably he probably literally just kidnapped three guys off the street for no random reason and went, I need to organise for something now. I can't organise my business, so I'll organise other people there. <laughs> I'm talking to kidnapping, right? Do you know what I think is really peculiar? Miss McCann? Yeah, because all of a sudden, there's this German paedophile. I'm sure not all Germans are paedophiles. I'm sure, I'm sure our listeners are lovely individual. But um, he's just come out of nowhere after all these years. And he's been like, do you know what? Maybe I did take her. And those people have been phoning up the authorities on the little tip number. And I think it's a little bit peculiar. Well, do you know what else is peculiar? What else is peculiar, Will? The fact that £11 million worth of, well, part of worth 
is taxpayers' money, has gone into searching for someone who everyone assumed dead after one year of her missing. Literally everyone with a brain cell was like, oh yeah, clearly she's either dead or she, you know, disappeared into the bloody slave trade. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Any it is very peculiar. Is very I want to know exactly what, what the money was spent on. I want to know what my £11 million was spent on. You know what I mean? I want to know what my percentage... I don't even pay taxes. I don't pay taxes even about because it. I don't earn enough to pay taxes because I am skin <laughs> as fuck. But I want to know what taxpayers' money went into of that 11 million quid that led to this German guy going, oh yeah, maybe I did do that. I can't remember. Oh, he had father gay, by the way. I'm just saying. It's 11 million pounds with that money, right? You could have done so much with it because there's a... Instead of searching for one child, right? You could have invested it in the NHS and saved like 11 children's lives I don't know how much money it costs to save a child's life police force and you know found all the missing cases that have uh, you know been present still did you not (laughs) you statistically look at it high metropolitan areas have a high rate of child disappearances which also have a high rate of unsolved cases of those said child disappearances. So why have they just chosen one case and been like, do you know what? This is our priority for today, guys. Um, No one can go home. (laughs) See, that's what I mean. I I swear, this is a conspiracy I'm throwing out now. There was an Italian guy (laughs) organising it from the top. That's why it took 13 years. Because the Italians were there. Like, oh, yeah. Oh, we need to define it. Oh, we do it tomorrow. Oh, we need to Oh, yeah, stop it for an espresso. Okay, yeah, then. Let's stop <laughs> me for an espresso. Are we in London? They don't do it. But they've got, to, they've got to grow the coffee themselves. Oh, yeah. And, like, grind yeah. the beans down. So it takes about an hour just to make one shot. And so you've got to make enough for the whole I business, mean, the basically. Whole so it, it takes them the whole, the whole four-hour workday. Just to make the coffees in the morning. I mean, it just makes sense. That's what they were doing for 13 years, making coffee. That's what the 11 million pounds was spent on. Ladies and gentlemen, we figured it out. If we get silenced, <laughs> if we get silenced by the government, because they actually spent that 11 million pounds on, like, what? this is a genuine theory that I've read. I can't remember where I found it. I think it was somewhere deep on Reddit. But there we go. <laughs> this is a conspiracy theory time, okay? This is my conspiracy oh, theory time. R slash conspiracy theories glitch in the matrix. Uh this is unusual. R slash. Um basically, there is a conspiracy that they have made something called the McCann Project, okay? Now, all the money that was invested into finding this said girl people genuinely believe does not exist and that was literally just a photo model or the pictures that like you know are infamous for being Madeline McCann are photo models okay so they're models that were paid off uh, using the money that was invested into finding her Um, they then also believe it's called the McCann project because the guy running it was like his last name was McCann or something like that and it's like some secret underground nuclear research into something. And they did it really far up in Scotland. And they were like, oh, yeah, we need to raise this money. But, well, you know, we, we want to put it on the 
public's uh, receipt form, but we kind of don't want to tell what it is, so we'll just make up this elaborate story about this girl going missing. And they made up the elaborate story, and they, and like, they picked two random couples, or or they picked like the, a couple, like a guy, an employee, and his wife, you know, Jerry and whatever the bloody old wife name is, uh, McCann. And they were like, hmm, yes, your name is McCann now, okay, so we're going to invest £11 million over the course of about 14, 15 years into this project, and you will be the face of it, like it's a child disappearance. And they made it up to cover it up so Scotland Yard could like be like, hmm, yes, we will use this £11 million to research and investigate. And they didn't actually, they just passed it off to like the secret underground government project, but on the public receipt forum, it's like, Oh, that's what they were using to research into Madeleine McCann because it's like it says like McCann on on the form or something like that. That's See, that makes sense as to like how they like what they're actually spending the money on, but that makes you think like what, how are they suddenly solving it now? So then they must have like finished whatever research they finished project, the project they were they doing. The project that's why they're which, resolving it. Yeah, which means that they're either gonna suddenly over like six months announce the project and be like oh we're going to use taxpayers money for the project um this is the plan and then but they've already used taxpayers money yeah so technology is always two steps ahead that's what i'm that's what that's what i'm saying technology is always two steps ahead what do you mean technology so since the industrial revolution okay Modern, that's classed as like the rise of modern technology. So when the first guy made the steam engine, okay, that was when technology was one-on-one with man, okay? Then when you start growing into the digital era, that's where technology has become one and two with man. Okay, so technology has always been two steps ahead of man since the digital era. So these like elite people that meet around the world, okay, they're, they're part of government bodies and part of rich companies, okay? They're all in it together. This is a mad conspiracy theory time, okay? <laughs> Leave me to it. <laughs> Basically, they're like, um, what am I talking about again? I completely forgotten. Talking about the digital oh, age yeah, being two steps ahead. Right. So then, like, the digital era, they've already, these elite, these, this elite group of people have been like, right, we want to, we want to find out uh, we want we want this technology. We want it now, okay? And they make up all these stories like what uh, technology? No, that's the thing. That's the thing. They're all like they're all like aspirate. They're all aspirational people. They all like see the future. They don't tell the like future. Elon Musk. They, they don't they don't predict the future. They want the future to be now. So they go, I want touchscreen. So they make up a story of a guy. He was like, oh, I'm just a lonely scientist. I invented touchscreen. Everyone's like, oh, yeah, that's fact. That's true. He, this guy invented touchscreen. But realistically, touchscreen had already been invented. Okay. But it was a bet. It was two steps ahead of the touchscreen that was originally released to the public. So people see this touchscreen, this original version of the touchscreen, like, hmm, that's an interesting concept. I wonder if they can develop that further. And then suddenly, out of nowhere, well, not out of nowhere, like over a couple of years, <laughs> They instantly release this new upgraded version of touchscreen. And they're like, huh, that's cool. I wonder if we could use that in great practical projects. But the thing is, touchscreen had already been invented like a couple years earlier. 
So this guy who was supposedly made touchscreen was like, oh yeah, I made touchscreen. That's great. But they just, this elite group of people who already created touchscreen gave it to him. And then once they did that and said, right, say to everyone you made touchscreen, he's like, okay, cool. Once he once they did that, they had already started the development of touchscreen too. That's what I'm saying. And then, like, once they've finished touchscreen two, they give it to the guy and say, say you invented that. And he goes, okay, cool. Give me my money. And they're like, yeah, cool. And then once they've done that and given touchscreen two off, they have already started production on touchscreen part three. It, it seems, it, that's why technology is two steps ahead of everyone at all at the same time. Why do you think Apple looks the same? Why do you think Apple iPhones look the same with slightly different variations of it? They get thinner. Okay, do you know why they get thinner? Because Apple already, Apple already know what they're going to do. It's the same with Android. It's the same with like Samsung. It's the same with Google. It's the same with, same with every technology company. They've already are you, made it. Are you on some sort of crack cocaine? They've cocaine. made it. And then they're going to distribute it. That's what I'm saying. Like the development. Like I get like technology takes time to develop and obviously they're going to be working on it for a while. But people are like, oh, how long have you been developing that? And they're like, oh, yeah, we've developed it over five years. We've put a lot of research into it. But realistically, they've been developing it for over 10 years. You understand what I'm coming from? Um, or do you think I'm just absolutely cracked out my brain? I think that you're actually gone a little bit insane. I think you, instead of having a bowl of cereal for breakfast and eating it with a spoon, you've actually had a spoonful of heroin, is my theory. May or may not be wrong. I will not disclose that information. <laughs> <laughs> no, but um, you, you see where I'm getting at. It all makes sense. I see. I see sort else, of what you're getting. If at. Someone else out there understands <laughs> what I'm saying. Okay, please message me. Also, thank you, Joe, for accepting that the podcast does need a Twitter. Joe, what, Joe Daniel? Joe Daniel himself, the man, the big man himself, has said that the podcast needs a Twitter. Well, Catherine says that if we had the Twitter, we'd be too powerful, but I don't think we can be too powerful. Why would we be too powerful with just two idiots with a microphone? Well, one idiot and one extremely funny. It's a very hard one. Retard, yeah, I know. <laughs> <laughs> That's it. Okay, then. <laughs> you can figure that one out for yourself, listeners. Our first tweet vote for who's the retard and who's. Who's the retard? Who's the idiot? Well, recently I've like stepped up my retard game by turning off my autocorrect. That was a very bad idea. And I, I do it so I can bad. weed out the people that can't read through my typos. Well, considering the fact that I already type like you do without autocorrect, I can <laughs> read it automatically. <laughs> considering that you literally type how I read. <laughs> I type how you speak. <laughs> okay, okay, okay. I'll give you that one. I'll give you that one. But, thank you, thank you. But when I type, I always end up putting A on the end of things, and I don't know why. Because you can't be having hard R. I, I, I. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. That wasn't a racist joke. I was actually. Um... Digger. Um. D-I-G-G-A. That's the cool... I'm a digger driver, so that's the cool way of saying it. You really are. You went to JCB. 
school for diggers. I did. I, I also got my certificate. For I also, what? I also went to Legoland school for driving as well. That's that's where I also learned to drive diggers. What, a Legoland? Yeah, they have like a little driving course. Was it built by Lego? Yeah, it was. It's actually sick. What, the whole digger? Yeah. Well, big and you could like take the foot. Yeah, big box of Lego and you just sit on it. It's like, you know the sand diggers that you see in like like uh, like parks and stuff? No. Have you never seen a sand digger? <laughs> no. Google, right. Google children's toy sand digger public play park and you'll see what I mean it was one of those made out of Lego and you can sit inside of it and you can scoop stuff up oh. actually amazing and I loved it to bits and it was the greatest time I've ever had in my life I want to go back to Legoland just again because Legoland is honestly one of the greatest places ever created I want to go to the one in like Denmark qu- as well I quite like it because there's, there's a left handed shop there and when I was little I was like oh my god I write my left hand this is the best shop ever but I'm actually not even left-handed, so... Retarded. Yeah, because I... Right, do you want to hear the story? Go on, spill. So, when I was in primary school, back in the days, I was right-handed. And um, we, had, we had little printouts of a picture of a hand with the first finger sticking up and the rest of the fingers down. And we'd use that to see how big our spaces between our words would be, right? Mm-hmm. And there'd be left ones, pictures of the left hand, and right ones, pictures of the right hand. There's a right-handed child, I'd always take a right-handed one, yeah. right? And one day, there wasn't any left, so I had to take a left-handed one to know how big the space is between my words are. And I thought that meant that I had to become left-handed. Is that why you so got started... left-handed to this day? Because you decided one day to pick up the left-handed thing? Yeah, but the thing is, I only write with my left hand. Everything else I do with my right hand. So, like, using a computer, I do that right-handed. Eating my knife and fork, I do that right-handed. Well, I eat my knife and fork left-handed. Why? Because I'm ambidextrous. <laughs> I'm not like other girls. I'm ambidextrous. <laughs> I'm ambidextrous. Do you ever brush your teeth with your other hand? Because sometimes I do to add a bit of spice to my life. I brush my teeth with my left hand. Do you ever do it with your right hand? Uh, I've done it once and it was a bit weird. I, I felt like someone else was in my mouth. I'm not going to lie. Yeah. Yeah. I'm not gonna lie. I, felt, I felt like I was old and someone was brushing my teeth. Yeah, that's, that's the vibe you're going for. It was like... I didn't, I didn't like it at first and then it was like and then I was like no I definitely don't like this and then I switched back to my left hand oh okay then I, didn't well, like I guess it it's just me that likes to change things up sometimes it's just, it's just you that likes other people brushing their teeth <laughs> weird. you know that's a bit, this is why you're the retard and I'm the idiot <laughs> well once right on my Instagram I did a poll to see if I was actually a retard and it said, am I retard? And the options were yes or no. And every single person put yes. And I was thinking, why have all these people called me a retard? And I realised I spelled retard wrong. I think there's something in English called self-explanatory. I think you just <laughs> discovered that. Discovered what? Self, self ex- self-explaining yourself. Yeah, explain yourself. You've, you've asked yeah. people, 
are you am I retarded? And you've spelt retarded wrong. So people are gonna say yes because you've spelt retarded wrong. I didn't realise it though, I just thought here we are. Here we are, I'm retarded now. This is how it works. I never used to be retarded though. Yeah, you've all, yeah, you've always been retarded. I used but to be a little cretin. I've always been a cretin. You've just been a retarded cretin. <laughs> a bit rude, but okay. Just recently, you've become less of a cretin and more retarded. Yeah, the the scale has turned. It used to be quite balanced between table. cretin and retard, but now I'm less cretin, more retard. I'm more. You're both. You're like a seesaw. But there's been some sort of accident, and both ends are like high in the air. I thought low down to the ground would be worse, because then the seesaw wouldn't work. Yeah, the seesaw's broken in such a way that it doesn't work properly. That's how that's how dumb it gets for me. Because <laughs> you don't work. I don't work, so it's, the scale is broken. I'm breaking <laughs> the scale because I don't work. My the, something just doesn't add up in the brain. <laughs> this it, does not add up. It's, it's, it's three plus it? three is six. And five plus five is ten. Then what is this? You say two plus three six. Um, <laughs> I think I said three plus three, but sometimes I think something in my head, and then when I go to say it, it gets a little bit muddled up, a bit confused. Well, that the 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 fact that I am, you know, both ends of the scale would explain a lot of things in my life. Would you like to give some examples? <laughs> First off, my uh, ability to interact socially with people. Um, second off, my <laughs> my ability to interact uh, at all with people. Uh, third off, to interact at all romantically with people. Uh, fourth off, to, re- <laughs> to react at all to people. Uh, fifth of all, to interact at all. Um, and sixth off, to actually physically, you know, combined any sense that i have in my in my brain to function as a normal human being which i clearly don't have let me tell the listeners a little story about that um once will was trying to talk to a girl on snapchat and she was a lovely individual um i won't mention any names i'm sure please don't because i don't even remember her name to be honest with a 12 gauge shotgun (laughs) And you will meet God very soon. <laughs> but I was sitting with him and he was getting a bit confused at how to how to reply and have a conversation with this girl. So this so this lovely girl was thinking she was having a conversation with a lovely, thoughtful, light mannered man. But actually she was having a conversation with me. Yeah. <laughs> 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 so sorry to oh, that girl you've yeah. actually fallen in love with um, <laughs> Sophia Harrison I don't believe anything actually sparked after that so <laughs> you know <laughs> you've fallen briefly in love with Sophia Harrison and then just absolutely lost all faith within me <laughs> but then when he's on his own he's like I have three emotions <laughs> sad, angry and nothing no and happy <laughs> No, happy. you don't feel happy. No, I look happy. <laughs> I feel grumpy and look happy. <laughs> that's the thing. Wait, you I'm... don't look happy, though. Yeah, you always look, look sad. I look grumpy, but I feel happy. It's, it's what's inside that counts. If people don't understand that, 
They can suck my dick. <laughs> <laughs> well, they, they can't because well, they they've actually yeah. got to be far away. Two meters, to be precise. Good job, my dick is going to be two millimeters long. Safety. <laughs> bit, of, bit of health and safety for you there. <laughs> just um, use the post box so you're not sharing any air. Just slide it through. <laughs> <laughs> People walking down the street will be thinking, what's that girl doing there? And you just have to say, join the queue, mate. <laughs> <laughs> come, on, come on, the back. Makes sense. Makes sense. No, 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 that makes sense. Make it like a lemonade stand sort of thing. So, my two millimeter penis. 50p, 50p a go. No, no, no. My, my, so much lower value. Sophia, what did you rate me as? Some kind of person? Jesus. 15p a go. Damn. Oh, sorry. Man, I'm not much. actually, I'm not very educated on doxies. But if you <laughs> watched the episode last week, you'll know that's one of world specialties. I am indeed. Uh, you can get a signed copy of the book from me if you uh, if you manage to figure out the code, which you won't because there is no code, so you won't get a signed copy. <laughs> if if I dox you, <laughs> <laughs> you so um, <laughs> all the listeners there, Will's got a gate at his house that he has to all open. The listeners there, um, Sophia's got a gate at her house that she has to open. It's really hard to open as well. You have to sort of lift it up and body slam it at the same time. What? Yeah, yeah. Imagine being, a, imagine being like a burglar trying to come in and like they go, they try to open the gate and they just can't. They're like, oh my god, it's really stuck. <laughs> and then like it's making quite a bit of racket. So like you, you come to like if you're like asleep and you go, what's going on outside? Probably nothing. Probably probably just the wind. And then you hear just like a, another like vigorous rattling. And then you hear it, and then a body slam, like a boom. <laughs> and you're like, what the flip it? And then you go downstairs, and like, this guy has just absolutely lifted up your gate and body slammed it. And you're just like, <laughs> so you figured out how to open it. He's like, yeah, I guess I did. Give us your money. And then you call your mum down, and she's like, hi, I'm the police. <laughs> and then the guy's like, ah, oh, shit. Do I have time to run, or do you want me to sit down, come in with a couple of Well, I don't think he again? could outrun me because I am very fast. For example, today, I got not one. Not two, but three personal bests. I would um, like to say I'm proud. But that's not an emotion that you're but capable that's of. Not, that's not what I am. <laughs> and let, let me tell you the story of that. So it was a little 5k, and mm. when we finished, I looked at my watch and it said 20.58, and I was like, oh, great. That's like 30 seconds quicker than I've ever done it before. And then... um. We were just sort of walking around a little bit, you know, cooling down. Mm. And my dad looks at his watch and he, he's run right next to me the whole time. He goes, Sophia, you actually did it in 2031. And I was like, oh, wow. So that's a new 5K PV for me. That's and then cool. I was like, wow, that's pretty cool. Really and then um, I looked at my mile splits and I was like, wow, that is the quickest I've ever run in my whole life. And it was a little 5.36, so I'm very proud of that. And I'm even written it on my mirror. I'm I'm gonna in just, fact I'm gonna in fact for this time say I am indeed proud of you for the fact that you are now speed. <laughs> Thank you. The, I'm putting the, it down to the porridge I've been having for breakfast recently. Oh, so you've actually been having breakfast. Yeah, that's one of my new things. I'm trying to sort my life out and I'm gonna try and have three meals a day. 
Well, you know what, Sophia? With three meals a day comes an actual, you know, an actual physical body. <laughs> wow. I know, you're di- I know you're a disembodiment at the moment. You're just like a floating consciousness. That's, that's <laughs> I, I actually that. live on the Discord you call. live on the Discord call. And as soon as it ends every week, that's it. I'm dead. And then when I call you, it just gets revived again. Like the physical embodiment just... you see of Sophia Harrison just doesn't exist. It's, it's actually a, it's actually a simulation. Uh, <laughs> another great conspiracy another great theory conspiracy there that I have very much to talk about on that one <laughs> but I will save it for next week I want to make like a little segment where you call it conspiracies if you want a segment called conspiracies or something along the lines of that uh, write your own segment tune and send it to me <laughs> because I'm not I can't be asked because I don't want to I'll happily make the segment I just can't be asked to make anything well I've actually thought my own conspiracy theory go on then so, well, you know, I'm back in the... Well, it won't take that long. It's quite a simple one. Okay, but, on. you know, like last month, there was a great big race war on GTA. Yeah. Greens versus and purples. Greens versus purples, yeah. yeah. I think that was actually a prediction. Of uh, GTA of... IRL? Yeah, of all these Black Lives Matter protests. I do support the cause. I think it's great. But I think it, the timing's very funny. Yeah, just just to, just to, just have a standpoint from a uh, profound neutralist or centralist, or whatever you want to call me. Politically centre is what I grade myself as. If you want an opinion of me, you've come to the wrong place. <laughs> it's a good cause because if someone else's legs broken, you don't say what about my legs. You help the motherfucker. All right. I. But but here's the thing. You don't need to help him and fix his legs by breaking someone else's. It's not how it works. You, I do get that. I don't. You, you, you I think what I mean. You don't I understand exactly break someone what you mean. else's legs because someone someone else's leg is broken. You help that person whose leg is broken, and you say, "Wow, what a great time we're having now. Everyone's legs are working." You don't break someone else's legs because this one guy's leg is broken. You don't go, that does make sense. You don't go up to the guy who's trying to help him and go, oh, please, can you offer some more help? And you go, of course. <laughs> and then once you've helped this man stand up or whatever he is, I don't know, gender is a thing, apparently. Once you help this guy stand up and you're like, are you okay, sir? And he's like, yes, I am, thank you. You then get your shotgun out and proceed to kneecap the other guy who was originally <laughs> helping with him. You don't do that. <laughs> That's not something you should do. I don't condemn it. I reckon that we should all just fix everyone else's legs uh, in a very peaceful way. If anyone think... has a problem with that, fine. I don't care. I feel like education needs to play a bigger part because it's all right writing and everything and the laws might change, but people will still grow up with parents who have like very racist views and if they don't get educated at school to think otherwise it's just going to be an endless cycle well it needs to it needs to happen in uh, other countries as well it's not just uh, northern western society it's eastern northern eastern society it's southern eastern society and it's southern western society as well all around the globe around just call me pitbull because like, i'm mr worldwide call racism mr worldwide because that's what he is <laughs> unfortunately but there is only one race the human race, as I did say. What about NASCAR? <laughs> <laughs> we should call each other subsections. I'm subsection Y. 
I think that will sound a bit more futuristic. What are you? Oh, I am subsection. Also, do you know what else really annoys me? In the last minutes of the podcast, do you know what else really gets on my nerves? What gets on your nerves? The fact that people go, people say Jewish is like a, a race. And it's not. It's a religion. <laughs> I know someone who claims to be half Jewish. But how can you be half think, Jewish? How can is you that's what I'm thinking? Does Jewish? she only believe in half of yeah, the Jewish Bible? Like, oh yeah, I'll have, a, I'll have a bar mitzvah, but I won't believe in Yahweh. Yeah, does she just like read all the even pages and not the odd pages? Yeah. It doesn't make any sense. It's like people who yeah. go, I'm half Muslim. How are you half Muslim? How? Because like, that's a religion. People mm. think it might be a race because there are countries where it's predominantly Muslim. Like it's more unusual not to be a Muslim it's in like those it's countries. It's predominantly Christian here. So if it was because it's more predominantly Christian, I'm now full Christian. Yeah, I wouldn't like go Christian. to. I won't go to get my passport renewed and be like, oh, please. And they'd be like, oh, do you want a British passport? I'd be like, no, can I have a Christian passport? I'm, a Christian passport please. I'm, I'm from a Christian country. I'd like a Christian passport, please. <laughs> Can't be doing that in Ireland. I said, lose their minds. You can do Christians in Ireland. It's just yeah, but... Don't specify which Christian you are. <laughs> say you're Christian and everyone's friends. That's Hello, yes, I am a Christian. Yes, very normal. Yes, do I not do shoot me. Love God. Everyone <laughs> loves God. What How about Jesus? Some kind of wait. Are they Catholics or Protestants over there? They're Catholics, aren't they? Um, yeah, I they know are. Prussia. Prussia's po- Protestant, and Austria's Catholic. Prussia no longer exists. I know that's a real so... shame, isn't it? Well, well, it does actually exist. That's what Germany is. Germany's just Prussia extreme. Prussia, Prussia is just Germany, but whittled down and weak. No, actually, Little Prussia, tiny Germany. Prussia was actually stronger than Germany, wasn't it? No, because it was... I hope our German listeners like in this, but um, yeah. Germany was loads of different states and Prussia was a big daddy state. And then Prussia was like, actually, guys, you guys are all going to join me. Wasn't it part and then the Catholics well? in the South were like, hmm. wasn't it what? Wasn't it part Russian as well? Didn't it like lead off into Russia? Yeah, I had the border with Russia, which did yeah, cause so, some problems. So, oh, do, you know what, do you know what makes me laugh? Makes what me makes laugh you laugh? So much. You know where Estonia, Latvia and Lithuania are? Yeah, the Baltic states. The Baltic states, okay. Somewhere between those three countries lies a small piece of Russia okay I don't know how I don't know why it's there I've looked into it for so long I was like why does this place exist apparently it's only you know when the Soviet Union fell in like 1991 yeah sadly how like how long ago was that um like, like 29 31 years 31 years 31 years ago. 30, that piece of Russia is only 31 years old. That's all I can find on it. There is no other information. It's o- that tiny piece of Russia between the between Estonia, Latvia, and uh, Lithuania is 31 years old. And I've looked at all. That would be 29, actually. Well, whatever it is. But like, I look at it, yeah, and I go. What? Why? What? 
why hasn't it just been given to one of those countries? And it's like, no, that is Russia. That is Russia. It, it's part Russia. It doesn't make any sense. They still, they still recognise on the walls there is still graffiti that says this is Soviet land. Patriotic. What the hell? <laughs> where, where is this small piece of? It's just, it's just a small piece of Russia. It's, it's, it's 31 years. A little bit of Russia in my life. Yeah. A little bit of. I don't understand it. It doesn't make any sense. But anyway, on that note. We do have to, in fact, annex ourselves from the uh, recording <laughs> session. So I hope you did enjoy this week. Uh, if you listened all this way, God bless you. Uh, share my annoyance with this tiny piece of Russia. Uh, any closing statements, Sophia? Yeah, I just want to say thank you to our German listener. Yeah, shout out to the German ich, listener. Ich liebe, ich liebe du. Whatever the fuck she said. Um, <laughs> well, I guess that's another episode wrap. Goodbye, my friend. Thank you. Thank you for tuning in. Indeed.